Dancing, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen and Back, Back. a joyous podcast in which we recap episodes of the L Word television program on a radio show, but it's a podcast. Yep. That's our show. An audio only presentation Uh where we talk about a TV show that aired over 10 years ago. Yep. Pretty cool way to spend time. It is. It's a cool way. It's a cool, it's a cool way to spend time. It's a pretty good idea. That's what all the cool kids are doing. This week, we will be recapping episode 305, Lifeline. This episode originally aired February 5th, 2006. It was written by Eileen Chaikin and directed by Kimberly Pierce, who's best known Ooh, for yes. directing the uh, late 90s indie film Boys Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. We have a very special guest with us here today. We do. Noted bisexual, Gabby Dunn. I had so much to say, but I had to wait to be introduced, and it was torture. I bet it was really challenging. I hated it. <laughs> do you, what do you think of the title of the episode? Um, I think probably it had to do with how Dana wasn't letting anyone be her lifeline. That's wow. my guess. Wow. Um, Gabby. Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Yes. Oh. Who, who are you? Oh, um, I'm your friend. Uh, <laughs> this is our friend Gabby. We found her outside. <laughs> Um, I am a writer and, and podcaster and, um, TV person. And I have a comic book that came out in October called Bury the Lead. That was a very bisexual noir thriller. Uh, and you can get that now. I've also, I had three books come out in 2019 and I still wasn't on the out 100. So let's talk about that. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so uh, that, that was called bury the lead. So you should get that. And then I have a podcast called bad with money and I do queer finance shit. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And when did you, uh, when did you first watch the L word? Yeah. What's your L word origin story? Okay. My, so like, you know, like how, like, there's like prestige TV and then your parents just watch everything that comes out on like Showtime and HBO. Yeah. Well, my parents watch everything that's on like TNT and TBS, but okay. I get, it. I get what you're well, saying. Well, there was like a, Other I remember, <laughs> yeah, like I had just graduated, I had graduated from high school. So I was in, so this is season three. So I was in high school, like a sophomore in high school when it started. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad watching it primarily because he was like, uh, interested in the Jenny being Jewish storyline. Uh-huh. Dad's love Jenny we are, being Jewish. We are Jews. And he was like, <laughs> we another, are another all another Jew, Jew episode. <laughs> and he was just like, where he was like very much like, yeah, well, um, they're like really like, there's like exploring a lot of Holocaust stuff. And like, oh, wow. so he was like very wow. into it. So I remember him being into this it. So but far I, is the only person I've ever heard of who was into the L word because, because of Jenny's Jenny. Holocaust stuff. Specifically. Told, related. He told me that he was really into Dexter because Dexter goes to uh, AA meetings in season one. And oh, my no, dad's in, in AA. And he was like, "There's th- my dad has a real problem with what things are about. So he was like, this show about AA. And I was like, it's absolutely about murder. And then he was like, this show that's about um, this girl being Jewish. And I was like, it's absolutely about lesbians. Oh my God. But like he doesn't. No marketing works on your dad. No, no he's just like thinks things are about what he thinks they're about. That's beautiful. So, I mean, it's truly remarkable. What a way to look at the world. Yeah, so I was closeted. I was not out. 
um, at all. And I was also, weirdly, I remember renting from Blockbuster Queer as Folk. Right. Because, oh, yeah. Because I thought, okay. The U.S. or U.K. version? U.S. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I'll watch Queer as Folk and my parents won't be like, she's a lesbian. They'll be like, because I was just like, it's a, t- it's a show about gay guys. You can't trace that back to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the lesbian couple on that show was completely insufferable. Yeah, they, so were, boring. they were boring. And, and so I, so like, I was obsessed with Queer as Folk, but like, and I had all the DVDs and stuff, but I was, I thought it was like a good cover. Um, so I don't think I watched the L word like in full other than like seeing bits of episodes that my dad was watching until maybe college. And then you, and then what happened? Why did I watch it? Um, someone, maybe someone I was dating had the DVDs and I was told I had to. I feel like so many people's <laughs> L word origin story involves a friend or person they're trying to sleep with or are sleeping with telling them they have to watch the L word. Yeah. Oh, but, but then but it's the like. The thing is that it's true. Yeah, because it then it's yeah, like yeah. it's like the disease in it follows where like yeah. I was just at I was like just at a Halloween party and I it was a bunch of lesbians sitting around. The, the party was not thrown by a queer person. It just so happened that like five lesbians sat together and um, this one girl was like, oh, it's great that you guys are actually sitting here because I just started dating a girl for the first time. And like, I'm so out of my depth on like the culture. Uh-huh. And all of us were just like, watch the L word and get on co-star <laughs> all of us oh my god that's queer woman culture is we L-word just co-star. yelled at them Ooh, yeah sad for us um i do too okay so you watched it and then did you were there any characters you really liked any characters like like that you related to Anyone who do that you think fun? that it, who do you think what that you a chaotic bisexual would be <laughs> relate to like i don't know alice yeah <laughs> Well, people, it started with people saying like, oh, you're going to love this year, Alice. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means, but. You're such an Alice. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then like I was thinking about it because I know you asked this question and I was like, it is Alice. And I know that um, she goes a little bit nutso. And I was like, no, I don't want to believe that I am like that. But I think I am like that. <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it was Alice. But then Alice also has a lot of problems with like transphobia and like. Very true. But so know, do all of them. All the characters all, yes, except all of them Shane. do. Yeah, all of them except Shane are super transphobic. Yeah. I used to like think I was a Shane because I'm so flirty. But like, I think we now, all thought we were a Shane at one point. We all, you know, know. We, were Shane at one point. we all dressed like Shane. Yeah. No, no. just me. I dressed you like Shane. You either wanted Flat to iron be your hair like Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. guilty. Old pictures of you. Yeah. Very you, Shane-esque. Yeah. I was looking very Shane those days. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're friends. <laughs> it is. I saw Carly's picture and I was like, she looks so much like Shane. <gasps> yeah. Uh, the L word is why we're friends. <laughs> truly. I thought. I was like, you either want to date a Shane or you want to be a Shane. And I was like, I'm, I'm the Shane. I'm going to be a Shane. And I like do, like I have a flirty persona and like I definitely like go for it. But now looking, rewatching this episode, I feel like Shane is, is, isn't always the pursuer. Like she, no. Shane just like looks no. how she looks. Very and then infrequently. People yeah, come so. to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she's not, yeah, like she's not the person who's like, hello there. She's yeah. just kind of like existing, being hot. And then people just that's come to her. Yeah, yeah. She's like just the Jordan Catalano. Like, yeah, yeah. So I think I am more of an Alice because I am like, hi. Mm, I see <laughs> you that. Know? I see that. And gossip, like doing the chart uh, mm-hmm. and being gossipy. Do love to gossip. Yeah. Big I saw thing. a meme that was like, 
Gemini spread, spreading a rumor they don't even believe is true. <laughs> and I was like, oh Guilty. my God. Uh, Isn't Alice a Gemini? Isn't that what we found no, out? Alice is cancer. Oh, she's cancer. cancer. What? Who's a Gemini, Shane? Uh, yeah, Shane's, Shane's a Gemini. A Gemini. Really? That's interesting. Shane, I believe, is a Gemini. That tracks. But can't, but wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I would have thought Alice was a Gemini too. They had an entire virtual world of this show called yeah. Our Chart. And uh-huh. at no point did it was that referring to astrological signs or <laughs> yeah, charts. Yeah, that's huh, true. That's wild. But they had the astrological signs on the chart. No, I know. But like, but yeah. Now when we say chart, yeah. we are all referring right. to astrology. Exactly. Like yeah. that's like the queer lexicon. So you guys were watching this show and you had you were out and you had dated women or no? Yes. When I first started watching it, I hadn't dated women. Okay. I didn't know shit about shit. So everything that happened, I was like a gape, like a gasp. Like I was like, like, oh, "Oh, that's what that like. No, I mean, it made me gay for sure. (laughs) It did. It it made me gay. But but I was like, I am a Shane. And it took me like two years to realize that I wanted to be with a Shane. Yeah. I mostly was like, I have a similar body type. So I was just like, look at them doing sex. (laughs) Look at all the sex they're doing. Like, well, cool. Like I had no fucking idea what I was doing. And I was just like, this is and it comes up in this episode at the very end with the strap on but anyway we will get we will get there okay so exciting let's do it okay we're in fairfax virginia fairfax virginia i was like at the, at some, at this, watching this one, I was like, oh, this is just becoming Mindhunter, <laughs> these openings. Oh, yeah. Someone should have been killed. I it's, love that. I, I just was, put right? an arm on Carly. <laughs> I know. It's Gabby, just a series of like when they're trying to show the BTK getting yeah. Yes, it totally. It was yeah. like Kansas City. Like <laughs> 1980, It's 1985, so it's a year after our last yes. thing. And uh, Frank, Frank is in the car. He's on his way to an Out From Sin conference, which is like a gay conversion I felt conference. like he was pretending to be on the phone so that Coleman would hear him. Oh, really? I felt like he was like, he pulled up and saw it's a It's for guy people who don't want to like, be gay yes, anymore. right. The church conference for the ex-gays. <laughs> like, I, I forgot about this entirely and I have no idea what, what this through line is. So this is. So this is the season where every cold open is like a historical scene where like we meet the beginnings of the chart. So it's like a person hooks up with someone in episode one. Then that person is then in the cold open of two. And then they but hook up with someone. But it's gay guys. Right. Well, well here's the thing. So Frank in our last episode was leading a church group. And then he, like an he, so he ended up like having a threesome with these two lesbians who we had met in the one before that. And then the scene, first of all, the guy at the tire shop is mm-hmm. wearing a red bandana in his back pocket, which is flagging, flagging. for fisting. Um, Good for him. Um, I, I really thought a red bandana was um, rubbing a tire against your crotch. I really flagging. thought wanted someone to say something about rim jobs, you know? Oh, oh what a missed opportunity. Like they're in a tire shop. Can oh. I just say that I got my nails done and I did an accent nail and then someone told me that this was called femme flagging and yeah. that I'm apparently flagging P-top. Oh, and I'm good. happy about the top element of this. Yeah. <laughs> and You don't want to be the P-bottom. I guess you don't. I guess. I mean, unless that's you had to, to be which one. is fine. So Frank and Coleman. Um, Coleman's like the hot mechanic. Yeah, he's the hot mechanic. They hook up in the tire shop. No one mentions rib jobs, which is stupid. And Coleman says uh, he's going to start at Yale in a few weeks. And you know who else went to Yale? Who? Brett Porter. Uh, I was going to be like, Brittany Nichols. <laughs> I, I, really, I really thought it was like a real life uh, moment. Oh. So I don't know. I just have it 
no spoilers, but I think that might be how so we make that connection in the next opening. So the chart starts with dudes, huh? No, well, it, it started, started with a lady. With a lady. It, it was started in the with 50s a feminist with consciousness these, raising group with these women looking at their, their vaginas. vaginas and with hand mirrors. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. yeah, and then it goes goes from there. Yeah, oh, okay. there's nuns on a bus. Yeah, I remember nuns. Yeah, a yeah. lot of yeah. It's it's a fun God. puzzle, not unlike Mindhunter. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's no very one similar. murdered, but uh, <laughs> someone does get a blowjob, and good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Theme song. Gabby, how do you feel about the theme song? <sighs> um, I like it. Um, I think it's ridiculous. It is. I think the like weird animatronic way that they have them all moving (laughs) is very unsettling. Stop motion paper dolls. Yeah, super unsettling. (laughs) They all look by the end like the way that they're standing and stuff. They all look kind of like broken. Like they look like broken marionettes. Yes, Um, it's much uh like that one in sync video. Yeah, it's going to be me. Yep. But yeah. you know what I love is like in, in subsequent seasons, like as they add new characters, yeah. they just like swap them out in the thing. And so it's very weird to see like the same characters doing the same movements. But like it's like at Disney World when they like replace the animatronics with yeah. like grown up, you know, new characters no, totally. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now we're interacting with that character. It's yeah. weird. It's- yeah. But it's memorable. You yeah. got to give them that. That is true. Sure we all is. know the song. So we go to the Sierra Hills Memorial mm-hmm. Hospital, which I looked up and it is not a real hospital. Uh, so we're, we're seeing yeah. Dr. Shapiro. So this is another Jew. <laughs> we are at the doctor's office. It's Dana. She has ductal carcinoma. It's a lump. It needs to be removed. But it's not a death sentence. Yeah. I think she wasn't expecting. She was expecting it to be totally nothing. Right. right. And also, regardless of whether or not she is going to die. She might not play tennis ever again. Right. Right. Her she In her eyes, her career is over. Yeah. And that's, that's real. Sucks. Yeah. That's awful, because then what? Right. If that's She's not been, good at anything else. We know this about yeah. her. No, that's <laughs> been your whole life, yeah. and that's your whole... I mean, for Dana, that's like her whole identity. Yeah. Yeah, and so, she's good at it. Yeah, she just won... She's a rising star. She just won a car. A Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. Yeah. And she, so, like, she used to have Subaru, now she has a Mercedes, and now she has breast cancer. Where is she going to get new cars from now? Buy them like a normal like person? Like a plebe? Yeah. So this is the beginning of a very sad, rough storyline for Dana. It yeah. sure is. And some beautiful acting by Aaron Daniels. It is. Aaron Daniels is a very good actor. Very good actor. And they say that if she wants her boob reconstructed at the same time, it will take a little longer schedule. And she's like, no, I want it out now. She's like, get it off Get it out. Yeah. That's how I would feel. Yeah, me too. Get get it out of me. Although I would be excited about like picking new boobs. (laughs) I mean, I like my present boobs, but I would be like, you know, this is a fun opportunity to like. Mine are new. Mine are only a year old. How do you like them? I like them. I got, I, they, they're, they look great. $10,000 tits. You know what I mean? Like Beautiful. you're going to get what you pay for. Uh, <laughs> they're very good. Anyone listening? They're great. I scheduled my top surgery. Hey. Oh, wow. Tentatively January 28th. Oh my God. Whoa. Anyway. Um, I can't wait to podcast from your hospital bed. Oh my God. That would be so cute. I wish it wasn't outpatient. I wish I was like being admitted By your for hospital a week. bed, I mean your couch in By your house. couch at my house. Yeah. That's so exciting. When my, the funny, that's funny what you mentioned about picking out boobs. My mom, <laughs> when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, she initially thought she was going to have to have surgery. Yeah. And she didn't have, end up having have surgery, but she thought she was going to have to. And so she was like, well, I mean, I get to pick out new tits. And I was yeah. like, that's cool. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Fun. Then we go to Bettina's where Bet has bought a lot of tea lights. Bet is meditating in front of 800 tea lights that are all on a ledge in front of an open window and she is visibly (laughs) pregnant. 
in her flowy meditation tunic. Yeah. This episode is a lot of bet in. Th- she mm-hmm. has fully made the switch from like business, business attire bet to business bet to, to Buddhist, Buddhist bet. bet. Yeah. Which is great to, to hide a baby bump. Yeah. Or is it? Not great for um my love of. They should have had pillar candles because that would have better covered. Better. Instead, they had the little tea lights, you yeah. know? Yeah. Also, those are so hard to set up. Yeah. It's just like, who would have... you? Sometimes I see things on TV and I'm like, you didn't do that. A sick yeah. person did that. No. Tea lights are like no ROI. There's yeah. no return on investment with it. It, it, it burns <laughs> out so fast. You have to like wait for it to dry and light yeah. it again or get a new one. Yeah. yeah but they're I cheap mean, at Ikea. The bag of 100. Yeah. I just think... I, what is what's Bet doing? What is she doing? What is she doing? Well, she's, she's exploring meditating. She's she's meditating. She's thinking about Tina and all the wonderful conversations they've oh, had yeah, recently. It's echoing in her head. And then uh, argument and about then it's money. Like, beep beep beep. And she's like, "What's happening on the computer?" And then it's it's Daddy of Two is pre cum is out. Happening on the computer. Okay, so do they share a computer? I know, right? And also, yeah. why was it left up and open? And also, why is so there a password? And also, why are you logged into your AIM sex screen name? <laughs> also, I, like, like, I love to imagine the lesbians writing this episode being like, so what should he be saying? And someone's like, have him say like that his pre-cum has, has squirted out. <laughs> let's let's do that, you know? <gasps> oh, my God. And she's and Beth's like amused. She's like, oh, my God, this man like Her trying to talk to me. great <laughs> in this. She's like, oh. You must have me confused with someone else. Typeity type. And then. But also like, doesn't she recognize the username as not being one that they normally. Well, not, not. Well, first. What does she think she's typing from? Showbiz. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, so then some other weird shit. So she's like, um, you must have me confused with somebody else. And he's like, dyke with baby seeks real man for good fuck. Which is. Yikes. Who wrote that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, then, uh, Tina then, did. Then, uh, <laughs> it was Tina. Uh, Tina also apparently enjoyed talking about her blonde pussy. That is what. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Beth's like on the fence. Like Beth's like, Beth's like, no, this couldn't be my yeah. Tina. That would be nuts. But then when she sees blonde pussy, she's like, it's her. <laughs> Like that's what convinced you. That's what pushed her over the edge. Like that's what convinced you was when you saw you were like, oh my god, she does have a blonde pussy. It's her. Dyke with baby. I mean, that could be be her, but that Mm -hmm. could be that could be me. Uh, Did I write this? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm not blonde. Oh my god, the blonde pussy. (laughs) I'd know that anywhere. (laughs) Like it's just so. God. Speaking of Tina. We go to Peabody Shaolin, a totally normal name for a movie studio slash book publisher. Yeah, yeah. the Joan Didion books publisher. So Tina's in a meeting with, with this Josh. straight white guy writer. Mm. And they're doing that thing where they talk about films and like nobody cares. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he's like, it's so thrilling. To work with an exec, right? Who, who like gets, gets it. it. The posters on the wall behind them. One is Blood Ethernet. Which is maybe the greatest wow. film, fictional film title of all time. And Blood the other one is Ethernet. Frankie Goes Underground. I don't know what Frankie Goes Underground is, but Blood That's Ethernet. That's like the sequel to Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yes. I think Blood Ethernet, the storyline is probably somebody is like cybering. Yeah. yeah. Like about like. It's like network. Daddy of two. Yeah. And then like somehow like they get sucked into the computer and they die via is the it, Ethernet. Right. And they're like, network, yeah. hackers, horror meets Matrix. Yes. yes. All of the meets, above. Meets um, unfriended. <laughs> Meets cyber Meets sex. Tina's yeah. cyber sex stalking yep. a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, both of those posters have some of the worst graphic design I have ever seen. Worse than a bad lesbian movie? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hot take. That's there you a go. bold claim. Bet calls. Tina ignores the call. 
Uh-huh. Just yeah. to spend more time with this man. And then the worst fucking thing happens. Oh, God, I hated it. He's like, is that your daughter? And she's like, it First is. of all, Tina has a photo on her desk of her and the baby. Of and her and Angelica and no one else not, is in the photo. Yeah, no one else is in the picture. Which and is, she's like tossing her in the air. I'm like, was this at like a Sears photo studio? Like, where is this photo from? I'm going to assume Bet took the picture. Sure. Okay. I have the picture you took in my locker, right? Name that film. Uh, uh, Clueless. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was panicking for a second. Ooh, I know. I could hear it in your voice. So then the, uh, remember in season one when Tina was super racist? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's still super racist Mm -hmm. because he picks up the photo Mm -hmm. and is like, he goes, did you adopt her? Yeah. Yeah. And And she jokes that her husband is a power forward for the LA Clippers. She is the most problematic fucking person. Yeah. And also, so she's like, I don't have a husband because she is attracted to this Canadian extra. Yeah. So she says, I... There's so many Canadian actors. So she on says, the show. I, I don't have Canadians. a husband. And then she lets it linger. And she just, they make eye contact for an hour. Because yeah. what she means is, and I have a wife. But what he takes it as is tight. Oh, I think yeah. what she, she knows, I have a wife, but she's not going to tell him because no, she playing. wants to have him pre come in her blonde pussy. <laughs> Sorry. She hands him her business card and it just says Lindsay76. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah! yeah, she gives him her business card with her cell number. Here's my cell. They're going to sex. My mobile. Little does he know she's terrible at sexting. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if that chat is any indication, he Yikes. is not in for a good time. No, he's not. Speaking of a good time, bisexual speaking dating night. And, and this, this is why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for like the right moment to have have you on the show. And then we remembered that this episode was coming up. We were like, we will talk to Gabby Yay. when the time is right. And this is when the time is right. We uh, had to have you for bisexual speed dating. Thank you so much. Um, I've never been to bisexual speed dating, but it I... It seems fun. I know. I want to go. Made me think of Are You the One, which is the only other time yes. I've seen... Oh, my God. Which is the only other time I've seen a pool <sighs> of bisexual women and men in the same space. Hanging out. In a organized yeah, fashion. Dating-ish. Bisexual people. There were non-binary yeah. bisexuals on that show as well. That's true. It was a great show. Oh, anyway, I miss that show so much. I know. I want it back. I want it back I, but now. I don't want the straight version. No, I just anyway, want the Anyway, so, okay. So Alice drags Helena, Helena yeah. even though Helena's not bisexual. Correct. Correct. So that. Uh, well, first, first we should say that Billy Blakey's opening speech is like he does cabaret. Like he acts it's like he's full cabaret. Singer. Yeah, he which has is great. a monocle and a cigarette holder and a bold yeah. red lip. And he does and so like op- saying hello in the in German. Yes, and what a gift. And when he opens his eyes really wide, yeah. the monocle pops out, which yeah. is just fucking beautiful. Uh-huh. God, I love him. I can't believe Alan Cumming was on this show. He's <laughs> so above it. It's I like know. so crazy. I'm sure he loved him. It's like, I want to oh, be on the show. Like, this but is a blast. That yeah. Pam Greer is on. I'm like, these people are I icons. Know. I anyway. know. So he says that each date will be eight minutes long. I feel like that's a long time for speed yeah. dating. Yeah, Isn't it usually like, like three? three. That's, like yeah. long. that's like medium dating. That's, that's like, like, if you don't like the person, you're fucked for yeah. eight whole minutes. That's how much time you often spend in the closet, you know? In that, this in that eight minutes in the closet seven minutes, game. Seven heaven minutes game. in heaven. Mm. Yeah, so it's even longer than that. It's yeah. even longer than that. It's game. longer than it takes to get felt up in someone's dad's <laughs> rec room closet. Yeah. So Helen is not bi, so I feel like that's pretty fucked to bring her into like a bi safe space. But yeah, whatever. Alice is like, it's fine. Well, and she, she does say, look, the world is your bisexual oyster, which, which is a line that has stuck in my head forever. Absolutely. She also says that. I'm sure I've used it. She also mm-hmm. incorrectly says that Helena has twice the options, but that's incorrect. It is yes. incorrect. That is actually the opposite of the situation. Yeah. She also writes a name tag for her and sticks it on her hair, which I on thought was hair. amazing. Also, this comes back to the whole thing of like, 
if you're bi, you have twice the options, which like isn't true. No. Just population wise, like there, you know what I mean? Like there's still the same amount of people. So like yeah. it's not, it's that like old adage that's like you have twice a chance of like getting a date, but like not really. You also have twice the chance of being rejected. Exactly. So I think that's, um, that is a trope and I, and it makes it seem like it's easier to be bisexual. And let me tell you, it's not. Is it more fun? Yes, absolutely. Is it, you heard is it, it better? First. No. But it's um, absolutely a better time and uh, uh, existence. I also feel like bisexuals don't understand how this event normally works because usually one side of the table stays and just everyone else rotates. Oh, yeah. And in this one, everyone's rotating, which is feels very chaotic. It was very chaotic. Well, yeah. we're a chaotic yeah. bunch. <laughs> We don't play by your monosexual <laughs> rules, Carly. All of our sides of the table move around. We can be on the left side of the table or the right side of the table. We, you don't control me. We're not sitting in these chairs. We're going to sit in them backwards. Yeah, we're going to put one leg up because yeah. we don't play by the rules. We don't know anything about sitting in chairs. And we can't do math. Or drive. <laughs> Alice seems to be having an okay time. Alice yeah. seems like Helena season, is on one. I don't know what. Helena's on one, but Alice seems back to normal. Yeah, she seems like she's as if the crazy Dana last few episodes never happened. As if that was all a result of her psychiatric medication. Also, Alice like the, sometimes they'd forget that Alice is bisexual. Yeah, so it's a nice they actually write it out. Yeah, but it's a nice reminder. Like, yeah. it's nice to have, like, a, I forgot that they actually allowed her to be bi sometimes. Yeah, and I liked Billy, like, being like, all right, bisexuals, you know? Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. And then, uh, so Billy makes Kit sit down. Um, Angus is wearing eyeliner, and I find him much more attractive than I had previously. That's that's fair. His name tag says Mangus. Yeah, that's cute. And he uh, tells Kit it's okay that she's going to have menopause. And, and it's beautiful. Changes. Changes. By David Bowie. How did they get with a that? backup from Billy? The backup from Billy is adorable. Yeah. I, I remember when it first aired being so tickled by it and then yeah. forgetting about it this time being just as tickled this time. And also then lest we not, lest we leave any horse unbeaten, we go to Dana looking at her boobs in the mirror. Oh, well, God. the song is all like fun when it's yeah. in the speed dating montage and then becomes this like haunting dark mm -hmm. thing when it goes to Dana looking at her body in the mirror and yeah. holding one boob, yeah. hiding one boob. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention is that Alice has a zigzag part in her hair in this Ooh, scene. And I, I just think very, that that's very, very important to I note. love the zigzag part. Yeah, very of the time. It's coming back, I think. Yeah, I've, I've been using it all along. Oh, my God. The whole like Delia's catalog <laughs> kind that of thing, thing you know. Yeah, coming it's back. coming back. It's coming back. And then so we cut today and then we come back and Alice is like getting a drink. And, yeah. And uh, Alice goes to get a drink at the bar and runs into Lara. And she's all self-deprecating like, oh, I bet you and Dana are going to laugh at how I'm at speed dating. And Lara's like, Dana has other things on her mind right now. Lara's a real sad sack this episode. <laughs> uh, yes. Like... Lara's face really lends itself to being dour um, <laughs> as an actress and she's killing it. Yeah. Yeah. She is selling the how unpleasant everything is. Also, mm -hmm. I really relate to um, Alice's sort of like, oh, this is about me, right? Yeah. And someone else is like clearly upset and you're like, whatever, weirdo. Yeah. Like I was like, oh God. And then Helena scoots by on her phone with mm. someone and is just like, bye and leaves. Yeah. yeah. Which is good because she, again, was 
really not in a space that was not for her. Yeah. But you know what? There were also lesbians there who were abusing the space as well. Yeah, they were looking. There was these looking for a man. Yeah, they were yeah, looking for a sperm donor. Pregnant. Two lesbians that were looking for a sperm. They donor. could have been bisexual. That's true. And we don't but know how they they're fixing looking. to get that sperm. That's very true. They're like, hey, come they're on over. Fixing to get that sperm. Yeah. Come on over. Jizz inside one of oh, us. But here, that's you know, the reason I think that they were not being fair to the process is that they were not looking for women and everyone there should be looking for people of all genders. Yes. Right? Oh, I see. That is that's fair. That makes sense. Um, so we get to Shenny's. Shane and Carmen are arriving home from someplace. Yeah. And they open the door, and wouldn't you know it, the place is a mess. There are Two big cartons of ice cream. There's yeah. potato chips. There's beer. There's a, a movie on. on. Yeah. It's, and Carmen loses she her goddamn loses her shit. She is freaks out. Okay. So is this some sort of indictment on Max as an immature teenage boy kind of thing? Yes. So this is a stereotype that I don't love. <laughs> I, what, the fiery Latina played by a... No, 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 no. Fiery, first of all, fiery Latina is one stereotype that's happening on one side of this argument. And then on the other side of this argument is the gender nonconforming person who is a Peter Pan, who is a perpetual teenage boy, who is like someone who doesn't know how to clean up after themselves, Mm -hmm. isn't an adult. And that's like a a very insidious stereotype, too. Mm -hmm. So both stereotypes are happening at each other. Not good. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously. And, and she, Shane is just as exhausted by that as we are. Yeah. Yeah. So Carmen's like, I'm sorry. So Max comes out and he's like, I'll clean it up. Yeah. You know, and then Jenny went to the store to get a six pack, which is not a sentence anyone has ever said. <laughs> Jenny went to the store to get beer. Yeah. Or Jenny went to the store. Yeah. Yeah. No one has ever said someone went to get a six pack. Well, but also if they were, I mean, he was, they were going to clean up. Of course right? they were going to clean up. After they were eating? in the middle of they, um, yeah. They were watching a movie. They took a break. Jenny ran out to go to the store to, to get, get a six, a six pack. pack. Abs. Abs. Well, it's a workout and it's, but it's a five minute work. It's a five minute. Yeah, abs. I will steel. say one ongoing argument with me and my ex-girlfriend was that she would leave the cap off of things all the time. Uh, so like when I saw that the ice cream was open, that pissed me off. Like, I was annoyed by the ice cream. because I was like, it's dripping it's down. Dripping, it's sticky. Yeah. It's Just, melting. I would like, I would never even leave anything. Like no, that I wouldn't leave it. If you walk away from I it, I believe that he was going to clean it. If you walk away from it, just put the cap on. Yeah. So yep. I would always just be like, I I, lo- I love that your drink is here. But if when you walk what away if? from the drink, you could just put and there and she would be like, but I'm not done with it. And I'd be like, well, just, it's removable. Put the, <laughs> just put the cap back on until you come back. Because it'll it could spill. It could spill. And I, I just want to know, like, was there still ice cream in the carton? Because if so, that's yes. got to well, go back not in the freezer eat it anymore. There was. I could see. <laughs> That's upsetting. Don't waste ice cream. It's right. a like, valuable thing. Yeah, cows died for that. When you're done with the thing... I don't think thing, you understand how cows work. <laughs> Do, I, my grandpa was a farmer. It so was I a cow. A dairy <laughs> farmer. was a cow. My grandpa was a, a dairy, Jewish cow. A dairy farmer. No, my gra- That's my Christian side. <laughs> my, or the, they were Quaker. Okay, fine. You know about cows. Yeah. When you are done... Farmer. When you are <laughs> done, done with the thing... Talking about dairy farming. <laughs> put yeah. the cap on the thing. Yeah. All right. That's all. That's all you got to do. So anyway, so basically, uh, Carmen, Carmen screams at Max. And and this is like a really bad way to live. Like Mm -hmm. for like, it's, it would be in Carmen's best interest to be like, Hey, it would just be great if you could like clean up. Are you going to clean this up later? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I don't know the way that she's acting. I'm just like, this is not 
Yeah. Also, um, I don't know why you can't just like passive aggressively skulk around the house yeah. and like roll your eyes at people who don't yeah. clean up after you the way I have done in the past when I have had Or just walk over and put the cap on yourself. Mm-hmm. All of the above. I think she should just have been like, hey, are you guys going to clean that up? And then like Max would be like, yeah, eventually. And then she'd be like, okay, like maybe before you go to bed. And then that's the end. Communication. Yeah. I think the only time you need to like that level of yelling was not necessary for chronologically where the mess was no in its personal mess timeline yeah. i feel like if it was the next morning right. and it was like that yeah. yeah i would consider a yell yeah i would consider an argument yeah. sure yeah well you know tv shows need conflict <laughs> you're damn right they do. <laughs> well meanwhile meanwhile at the planet back to bisexual speed dating alice is on a date with a girl who recognizes her from her radio show. Yes. Who recognizes, recognizes her from, from her, a from audio medium. Show. Okay, let me just say that I have been recognized from my podcast you at a Starbucks. You are constantly recognized for your podcast. Every time I'm with you in public, there are people who come up and they're like, I love your podcast. But also you are in the, you're, it's a podcast and you have a picture that looks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's I not you, but it looks just like you. <laughs> it's a cartoon. But they could, and they go, I'm, I'm sorry, are you the cartoon? And I'm like, and yes, you're like no, no, I'm the person the cartoon is based upon. Yeah, it's me. No, but I mean, you have social media, like you have, have Instagram, media. you know what I mean? No, right. it's fine. Because then in she, this she, era, she does clarify a little bit. She says that Alice referenced right. something that she wrote on an episode of her radio show. She is a vampirologist. Yes. And this is one of my favorite storylines <laughs> that has ever been on this show. Because this is. Uh, bonkers yes. that you I mean I guess Emerson College where I attended <laughs> did have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer course that you could take so who knows what college even is but <laughs> she said she teaches at Loyola Marymount and uh -huh. that she teaches not one but two yes. classes that deal yeah. in the lesbian vampire specifically yes and my god what a world what a world we paid to go there do you understand that like the there are I took classes that were like bonkers and we just paid to do that. And now yeah. we pay student loans because of it. Still paying them. Me for too. my state school in Florida. Um <laughs> fine. I have no regrets. Woo! UCF, so, right? You can't finish. You can't fucking pay it off. Demon desire. So she studies the <laughs> the lesbian vampire. And now this was before Twilight. So yeah. they're not even jumping yeah. on a bandwagon. No, they were creating it. And Alice is a total lesbian vampire freak. Who isn't? Right. Huh. So she had done this story. So so she already liked so at one point her radio the show idea. Was good. <laughs> so that, 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 that goes to show. Yeah. Yes, correct. There was at least one episode of Alice's radio show. Yes. That was good. Yeah. This so sounds great. She's very interested in lesbian vampires. Yes. This woman... Is, is a lesbian vampire. A lesbian is like, I stud she studies. She's a vampireologist, which right. I assume is one who studies vampires. Right. Okay. She does not say she is a vampire, but her name is Uda Refson. Yeah. Spoiler alert, that is Nosferatu backwards. Yep. Yes, it is. Which I definitely figured out um, prior to the scene <laughs> at the end. You did? Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Anytime I see a, weird, a word that to me looks strange, I yeah. immediately put it backwards and try to see if it's like a thing. Like that Erwan. My brain doesn't work what are you like fucking that? Encyclopedia that Brown? That fucking like Erwan, Erwan <laughs> grocery store is uh -huh. nowhere, nowhere backwards? backwards. Oh, I do that with any word that like starts with read a vowel a or is like a weird a word that doesn't seem to be. You like would have a been great at Hebrew. <laughs> so Uda asks her out tomorrow night, and Alice is like, "Lunch? Yeah, like a yeah, like a lunch." And she's Why like, "You want to do for lunch? Nighttime?" And she's like, "Right, because vampires only go out at night." And, and then like, like mm -hmm. and she's like, yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, I love, I fucking love this story. Yeah, line. no, I think it's super it's cute. It's so funny. And also it just goes to show that bisexual speed dating works. It yeah. does work and you will meet a vampire. Yes. And I'm also. Go. Just bisexual speed dating. I would love to meet a vampire. Me too. That, that girl's hot. She yeah. is hot. I was trying to figure out if it she was hot in like a 2006 and I live in Florida trashy <laughs> kind of way. Or no, if she's, she's still hot. hot. She's still hot, right? She's still I thought hot. She was hot. in it twice. She played dancer in a episode in season one, I think. Yeah. So they were like, let's bring her back. But she's this fucking time, hot. <laughs> yeah. She's sort of like a femme faith from Buffy a little bit. Yes, absolutely. The vampire comparison notwithstanding because she's a slayer. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah she was no she's the prima ballerina in season one the one who like francesca has an affair with oh, fuck, marina's really? girlfriend francesca oh. oh shit i didn't realize that yeah this is IMDb like law and order where they keep reusing the same people they do that a lot on, yeah on and then too. she comes back as uda and of course she was also in battlestar galactica obviously yeah this actress is hot what's she's her hot. name uh erica sarah yeah i like her anyway we're fans Today's episode is brought to you by Lola. If you're a person who gets a period, well, do we have something for you? That's right. Lola is a modern approach to period products. It is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their period and hygiene products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. That's true. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Yikes. Their period and hygiene <laughs> products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Lola is also good for the environment. I love the environment. <laughs> Lola offers pads, liners, and both BPA-free plastic applicator or environmentally friendly non-applicator tampons. And their cleansing wipes are the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind. They also donate their products to homeless shelters across the U.S., which is honestly very cool. It is very cool. You know what I like about Lola tampons is that you can fit them in your pocket. Yeah, that's cool. I love a pocket tampon. Love a small Yeah, like if you like get tampon. a sort tampon or a, or a pocket tampon, I'm like, I want the one that fits in my pocket. Yep. And also, you know what else is interesting? What? That they're like the colors, like the lightest is the lightest blue and then the heaviest period is the darkest blue. I love that these are period products that aren't um, like traditional like girl stereotypical girl colors like everything's like pink and purple these are blue like shades of blue it's yeah, very lovely packaging is very sexy on the packaging is super sleek. minimalist and also it's it's nice because you every time i get my period i'm like oh i don't have any tampons you know and so it's nice that someone else takes care of that for you they're like here's your tampons they're here in the mail Exactly. You can create a customizable subscription, which is super easy, and you just do it online. And you customize your product type and build your own little box based on what you need every month. Yeah, like wipes, pads, tampons. You can decide how many boxes you would like sent to you and how frequently you want them sent. Cancel, skip an order, or modify your subscription anytime. Lola emails you two days before your boxes ship and prides themselves on no surprises or gimmicks. Lola delivers right to my door in a well-designed discreet box, personalized to have the right variety for my needs. Lola has a special offer for to Ellen Back listeners. For 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter to Ellen Back when you subscribe. That's all one word, to L and back when you subscribe. T-O-L-A-N-D-B-A-C-K. And then you'll have tampons right there at your doorway. They just show up at your house because sometimes you're like, oh shit, 
I need tampons and you yeah. don't have them, but then you would have them if you did this. And I think that would probably be a great thing to do for future you. Like Especially let present you do something nice for future yeah, you. Yeah, you're giving a future you a, a favor. And this is yeah. also great. Like if you're one of those people who like doesn't remember that they have periods until they have a period and then you're like, what the fuck? Which is, this is great for you. Most people I know. <laughs> yeah. With periods. Forget yeah. about If them. you're someone who like disassociates from your period, it's good to have a company that is associating with your period by sending you your period products. So, you know, you go on, you go click, 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 and yeah. then you don't have to think about it anymore. You don't have to think about it anymore and you don't have to steal and your girlfriend's tampons. that's kind of great. For 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter to Ellen Back when you subscribe. That's mylola.com to Ellen Back is the code. Thank us later. So then uh, we go so to a Helena walks street. alone at night. Yeah. Helena is has a purse. Mm. We're like, where did she go? We know where she went. Yeah. She's I obsessed didn't. With, she was She's obsessed with that documentary filmmaker in the last episode. Yeah. Helena walks alone at night down the mean streets. And then um, Dylan throws down keys like in Rent. Um, I just want to point like out. In rent. There's several things Helena does in this episode that she would not have done in season two. Correct. Um, that feels so totally out of character. And this is one of them. Going to a place where someone throws the keys down at you, yeah. she's way too much of a snob. Right. She didn't even want to be at Tina's like carpeted apartment. Right. Well, she's she's, this is this true love? I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Or maybe and she's, not she's, she's down for something that's like gritty. She's just turned off by things that are like tacky. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, she's that a tourist. Yeah. She's yeah. like a rich person Very tourist. So. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So Bettina's. Tina gets home and is it the same day? I think it is. Her hair is completely different than it was earlier in the day. So there's, first of all, there's like a pillow between them. Like the, the like there that is that like, that you're, like that you're in a fight and you put it up or like you're sleeping with someone who's snoring and you're like, I'm going to build a wall because you get really upset at night. And, or you're you like know? trying to have sex and you don't want your dog to get in the way. And so yeah. you put up a pillow to keep the dog away. Yeah. Or that. Why it's called is dog wall. <laughs> okay. So many things have just run through my mind. So that is like, a really, a really great line from Bet. I felt so sad for her having to oh, participate in this conversation. Lindsay 76, are you there? And then Tina's like, what are you talking about? She makes a lot of excuses and then gets very angry. Yeah, she gets so angry. And like, and I love that Bet actually like calls her on it. You know, know. Yeah. like Tina is thinks she's going to get away with just being like, how dare you? And Bet's like, uh, you're the one being defensive. Yeah, yeah. you're being defensive. Quite defensive. And Tina's like, Ugh. I'm tired. I'm tired. I mean, I a little bit could buy like that she was like, oh, yeah, I was researching this thing. And oh, yeah, she was like, it's for the movie I was going to make about stay at home dads or something. Yeah. From like something like from like a lot like from her last development. Yeah. He's been sitting there with his pre-cum all this time for years. Yeah. (laughs) This is like come back, blonde pussy. (laughs) Come back. Daddy's ready. (laughs) Yeah. He used to be daddy of one, though. Now he's daddy, now of, he's two. daddy of two. Yeah, times have changed. You know, he was in that was parenting him. group over on Ogden. Yeah. So I mean, hello, daddy of two. So, so glad to see you. Wow. I mean, I think like I think it's like a it's like an okay excuse, but if you but if you already know that things are weird, like if it was like a relationship where you were like, yeah, if it was, if it was going other, well, right. Yeah. Things but, were good, but things are not going things, well. No. Right. If things are not going well, then you can kind of be like, yeah, okay. This, this is <laughs> sure. Seems within your wheelhouse right been, now. Yeah. Bet should have typed him like chop your dick off or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, uh, that's that. Um, then we go to Dylan's little 
movie studio uh where she has those old like mac power pc yeah. like desktops. yeah a little yeah oh my she's god showing helena footage of like a woman being beaten with a bat it's uh she what like talks her about her about it's i mean it feels like it's like about it's like a white person going into a community of color and and i literally wrote like, down can you believe the treatment of yeah. these people yeah Don't put i wrote dylan is all see. white lady affected by her powerful footage and then they kiss yeah yeah so this is where it's weird because yeah. she's like oh my god how did you get this and she's like i lived in their communities i walked among them I was like, they're not apes yeah. you know what <laughs> i mean like you're not jane it's goodall not the fucking <laughs> yeah anyway and then so i didn't understand how how that made them horny. <laughs> Correct. I didn't either. Okay. I was Her, like, did I miss something? Well, Helena was just like, Helena's moved by Dylan because Helena is moved by Dylan having like, feeling passion 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 for something yeah but like, like she met her once for five minutes in the last episode and, and was immediately taken by her watching people like get their asses kicked and you're like, and you're like i'm let's definitely fuck <laughs> now i don't know but they start hooking up and then they are taking their clothes off i forgot that this happened yeah, yeah. they're like yeah it's like getting hot and heavy and, and then, then danny gets home then we don't we still again the second episode in a row yeah. where we hear about Danny and do not see him. They right. have not cast this role yet. Yeah. Um, well, they, so, so no one but me knows that he's a Cylon. Yeah, you're the only one. You're right the now. only one. Well, and Gabby and I. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're here. And people listening to this. Um, yes. He gets home and they like immediately separate and it's like very awkward. And yeah. then they're all like, let's definitely go back to watching this very affecting footage. Yeah. But she also doesn't say she has a guest. She's just like, she I'm just not. editing and yeah. I'll like, I'll come to bed bye. later. Yeah. Bye. And he doesn't come in to. Yeah, check. that's weird. Just I'm like, your relationship hi, is going really well. Because he know. trusts her and he's wrong. So <laughs> then we go to Dana's uh, where Lara is like looking stuff online and she's like, oh, you could play tennis again. And Dana's like, no, I'm never playing tennis again. This is so relatable to me because like <laughs> when your you partner play tennis, no, I just mean like when your partner, <laughs> no, I, I'm not rich enough for that. Um, when, when like you're, when your partner's having a tough time and you, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very partial to being too. like, fix it. Look, oh my God, look I'm at like this, look at this. I'm, I'm sending the them screenshots of it and being yeah. like, look, you could do this and this. And yeah. they're like, yep. me alone. Yeah. I'm very much Laura in this scene. <laughs> me yeah. too. I am Laura in this scene and I've uh -huh. been told to fuck off so yeah. often. She's like yeah. going way overboard and you and watching it, knowing yeah. that that is my personality. I, I was be, just like, oh no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would be like ordering books that me would too. come and I'd be like, oh, I don't know what this is. And then yeah. I'd be like, hey, so I was, I, I, I found this book at my friend's house and like, I don't know. It could be really useful for you. Yeah. And people, let me tell you don't appreciate it they sure don't they sure don't they don't give a shit about your advice no and things that you found and so dana is, is this because we're the we're all the like because result Jews. of jew yeah is it because we're jewish could be people yes it's a, part of our, our people is wanting overbearing to be overbearing yeah or yeah. to fix things or mm -hmm. to force you to eat food when you're already full right? yeah it has to be fixed <laughs> it must be fixed maybe not now but eventually yeah because we're, we're not the most prompt yeah. So we want to fix it. But Dana's like, I'm never going to do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wallow. I related to Dana and Lara in the scene. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> oh, yeah. you do need a second to wallow before yeah. everyone she just, just jumps to attention. Yeah. 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 This is like, I love to catastrophize. You know? mm. And this is also like big. This is yeah. big, heavy shit. Yeah. yeah. You're and not catastrophizing. It is cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you're about to have major surgery and. Yeah, you're not going to play. You might play tennis one day, but not for a while. A while. Yeah, so. I think if this was the first like the when I was watching it where I really started to like be like, wow, like 
I don't know. Just it's really like it's it's weird how this storyline is kind of like stuffed into this mm-hmm. series because also there's a lot of things on the storyline that like weren't accurate in terms of yeah. like how fast something progresses right. and all that stuff. Um, and there's a lot of things that are fucked up about it, like that it exists at all. But like, man, Dana is like dealing with like, like really like life changing. Like, yeah, that stuff. she might never be able to do tennis again. And might die. Yeah. yeah. This is all like huge Awful. shit. And this is the same episode where Alice is dating a vampire. Right. The next morning, the entire cast is at the planet. They sure are. Everyone I love when that you can get sheet. everyone yeah. together. Do you think that they planned to be there or they just all were Well, there? it does yeah. seem like Dana has gathered them to talk to them. Oh, okay. It, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, but it does seem sort of like they're all... Does Yeah. I think they, they are frequently there. Yeah. But I don't know that they're always all there at the same time. Everyone Correct. has different yeah. schedules. Yeah. So they're like Jenny's waiting table. So they're like, sit down, honey. Like we're all having a talk. Dana wants like, to tell okay. them something. And then Shane is like, Alice is about to go out on a date with a vampire. And then Tina calls and Beth's like, oh, I got to take this. And yeah. so everyone is just. At some point in this planet. whole mess, Carmen is like, first dates are the best. And I'm like, what? I think she's being sarcastic. That's what I took it as. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And okay, so then, um, yeah, so it's kind of chaos. Everyone's and talking. Everyone's, yeah, um, everyone's talking and Dana like looks like she wants to puke. Yep. Yeah. And, and she finally mentions like, hey, I'm having a procedure tomorrow. I'm having surgery and I'm just there for the one nine. It's like so chill. And she downplays everything like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Bette is like, you know, Tina had a lumpectomy and you can't even see the scar. And then Helena is like, no, no, you can't. Wow. <laughs> it's a top off. <laughs> it's so fucking dope. Like, yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, I, you know, that, that feeling when you are in a lesbian friend group and two people have slept with the same person, you know? So just this a does lesbian happen friend group? <laughs> what are you fucking talking yes. Yeah. Uh, a bunch oh of queers. Boy. Yeah. And you can tell that Lara is like, Dana. Yeah, she's trying to like get her to like say it. Talk and I to think them, and Alice honest. is trying to read the situation yes. without mm-hmm. saying anything. Yeah. So Dana, Lara, and Alice all have very intense facial expressions. And everyone else is like confused. Yeah, everyone else is like, Tina's boobs. And then they're like, When is it? We'll clear our schedules. We'll come to the hospital. Yeah. And like that's like the last thing Dana wants. Right. Yeah. And she's so- just like, No, it's totally chill. It's like not a big deal. And but it is a big deal. It is. But she doesn't want to talk about it. So she, yeah, she kind of just plays it off as yeah. like, uh, it's just like in and out. It's yeah. fine. Anyway. Anyway, then we go to Intech. <laughs> Intech mode. Yeah, where uh, the Max. Max has gone to get a job. He's wearing a cute little suit. So, so this is heavy as shit too. What <laughs> happens next? He's, oh, he's, yeah. He looks cute in his suit. And the he boss so is cute. like, so your name's Moira. Like the boss cannot handle this. This scene sucks. This scene I mean, sucks it's so good. Hard. It's good because it illustrates like a real problem. But and it I, was so shitty to watch. I also feel like in early 2006, had a scene like this been on a mainstream, like a mainstream type of, television show before uh-huh no probably, had it? probably not I no like probably i doubt not. it i don't know that i had ever seen anything like that no, on a tv so. show before so like yeah i mean so i guess on that way it's like wow that's like 
interesting, but yeah. it's also, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like Max describes all of his like skills and talents and experiences. And, and clearly, the guy is just like looking at his body basically. Yeah. yeah. Clearly on paper, Max is overqualified for this right. job. And he has yes. a great recommendation from Skokie or whatever. Yeah. And, and then the boss is just like, you're neither fish nor fowl. You're which is like, hard to peg. True. Yeah. He's not that's a fish a, and he's not a fowl. Yeah. Like, no, he's, he's a, a human. human. Yeah. That's a, idiot. that's a girl's name. Like, it's just like, and Max is so friendly, like Midwestern friendly about it. Like, yeah, I'm a girl. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Max is very innocent and very like this to is, the point about like, these are my skills. Yeah. This is like a moment for Max where like his innocence is sort of like shattered. Shattered. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like up until this point, he's been like pretty like relatively happy guy. Yeah. yeah. And despite like whatever yeah. he's yeah. been through in his life. Like, we don't know that. We haven't seen him up until very recently, but... Uh, it does seem like like a veil has been lifted. Yeah, yeah where like this fucking this I can't. Fucking I mean, this asshole. person also is allowed to just be this way to to Max's face, right? I mean, we would never discriminate, but we're looking for team players. What the fuck does that mean? That means that if you are perceived as queer, you could not possibly be a team player. That means you're going to make we people uncomfortable. Teams. Yeah, we play sports. <laughs> we love teams. Yeah, yeah. We love being on a team, a league of their own, cheering for yeah. a team, roller derby. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, we're all about teams. Trivia. The entirety of the WNBA. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just was like really. Soccer. He does make a gay joke at the end. All I wrote down Which was team he do makes you bet a gay for joke. Whatever. Oh, that's what it was. And I'm like, I don't even remember. Ugh, you're stupid. So anyway. it's not only about gender. Then it guy. also becomes about like, so are you lesbian or what's the fucking deal? Like, what's deal? your deal? Like, it, first of all, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, we don't know. Some, uh, you know, hold on because. <laughs> no, of course we don't know. I'm just making it. Joke. It could be. That the, uh, there's like all kinds. I mean, there's two things going like, uh, on. There's Sue, like Sue Sylvester. There's Max's. Yeah. A butch straight person. There's <laughs> Max's gender. And then there's Max's sexuality. And mm -hmm. like both of those things are coming under attack. And it yeah. just is like such a painful scene. And it sucks so it hard. It fucking sucks. That guy sucks. Also painful you, is uh, Tina talking. Oh, God. Is this Tina and the white guy again? Yeah. yeah. Back at the studio. She got like, her a present. First of all. Tina's favorite movie is Catch-22. <laughs> I've been waiting what? to talk about Me this this entire too. time. No one's favorite movie is Catch-22. What are you talking? I even Googled to be like, is there a different Catch-22 <laughs> that I don't know about? Also, how did he guess that that was her favorite movie? Also, no one's favorite movie is Catch-22. I'm so sorry. In the that history of everything, that also, has never been someone's favorite a movie. A queer woman's favorite movie is Catch-22. Are you out of your fucking mind? How many? She's lying, right? What? He got her that picture, and then she wants to impress him, so she lies, right? I think her favorite movie is, like, How to Make an American Quilt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is nuts. So, like, anyway, the end of the scene is them, like, having the, hand sex. They, they shake hands. Yeah. Both of you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, this I is hope so they stupid. go fuck themselves. Then he's uh, a little attractive. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's attractive in like a kind of like eh, way. Like he's attractive to college me, <laughs> who like didn't know better. Yeah, and okay. like and like Maybe. and like I don't know. Bisexuality's a trip, man. <laughs> <laughs> Back at Dana's, she's watching. Uh, tennis she's, matches. She's rewatching her winning Mercedes Benz Challenge Championship game and crying. Yeah, which reminds me of oh. the scene in Feud where Joan Crawford's just watching her own stuff and crying. <laughs> There's trophies prominently displayed. Like Bojack Horseman, where he just sits there and yes. watches this. Anyway, but oh. 
Laura's- yeah, Jane is really the BoJack person <laughs> of the show. Laura's like, you have to tell your friends the truth. Yeah. Laura's like, I can't hold all of this by myself. And Dana's no, like, uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. So and- this is an example of not of, I feel very bad for Laura in this scene yeah. because this is an example of like something that people do, which is they put everything on their partner yep. and like, it's so um, exhausting and draining. And yeah. so like, I, I think Laura is right. Yeah, she is right. I agree. Because then also you become the bad time person. Exactly. Because you're the person, if you're the only person who knows about the bad stuff, then you get all of their bad stuff and you spend all of your time together going Dealing over the bad, the bad stuff. stuff. Yes. So, and, every, then you, and then your relationship is kind of eh, Indicative of that is that every scene in this episode ends with Dana snapping at her. Yeah. yeah. And there's no room for Laura to have her own bad stuff. Like, obviously yeah, right. she doesn't have cancer, but like if she has like a rough day at work, she's not going to come home and say something because Dana's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have cancer? <laughs> like, it's like so it be, it's just like so toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not good. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> then we go back to our favorite hippest store in L.A. Wax. Wax. Shane is skateboarding. Again. Her appointment is late. Her 6 p.m. isn't here. Who is it? Let's check the books. It's Sherry Jaffe. It's Sherry Peroni. Named after a beer. (laughs) She divorced her husband, but she didn't keep that fucker's name. But But she she did did keep keep his money. money. This is mommy with an I. Mommy with an I. Dialed up to 10,000. This is the most mommy thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God. She's so hot. And that's not usually like I'm usually prefer to be the mommy. But this is she's hot. Yeah. She's wearing like a cream like power suit with like a skirt with like a silk purple purple, shirt. Uh, Yeah, she definitely has new boobs too and they look great. Do I want to be her or do I want to be with her? It's unclear. (laughs) Welcome to the fundamental theory of all queerness. I know. (laughs) I'm I'm so about it. And like not and I'm not. I'm usually the I think I want to be her, but I'm also into it. I so. would be either way. Yeah. I would be the Shane or the Sherry in this situation, whichever one was more convenient for them. Um, Shane's Shane, getting topped Shane by is, a Sherry. Shane is like, you can tell, obviously, because is this Shane still feels <laughs> it's kind of attraction a to her, you know, because Shane is uh, Polly, but is in a monogamous relationship for some reason. Um, and then we go, we back, go back to, to Bettina's, Bettina's house of Bettina's. Where Tina is mad because Bet's shirt was so expensive, and who knew Buddhism could be that expensive? Yeah, Mark Epstein knew. I mean, Tina's being the fucking worst. But like, also, how could you possibly do Buddhism in different clothes? You need your Buddhism shirt. Yeah, you do. That's how it works. That's religious doctrine. Also, and and the thing is that Bet is correct. She says, "In the seven and a half years I was the sole wage earner in this household, I never lorded money over you the way you do me," and that is accurate. Yeah. Tina is being a piece of shit. Yes. Yep. This is the same fight they've been having in every episode this season. Yeah. And Bet finally, I mean, Bet kind of has been holding her own in all of them, but she yeah. really lays it out very clearly here yeah. that like this situation was reversed. Right. For almost Seven a and decade. and a half years. And at no point did I ever make you feel the way you're making Never. me feel. And she's right. Yeah. And also like when then Tina goes, oh, well, we didn't have a child then. That's literally unrelated. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, Tina's yeah, we close. all know that children are expensive or whatever, but I don't, that's not what's happening here. No. And then Tina storms out and Bet gets in. If anything, that's why word. you would be more inclined to want to support both of you so that like one person could have more time for the baby. Yeah. Right. Like, exactly. That's stupid. Tina is just like a mad, terrible horrible. cunt this whole yeah. episode. I Absolutely. And then Bet's and like, it gets worse. you didn't have a $300 haircut, which is 
It's like, come on. She's in LA. Of course, she, she had a $300 haircut. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> I did love that. Like, Bet has to get the last word. In. No, right. I love oh, it. I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway, we go back to wax. I will be doing this every single time you mention it. You should. Sherry's husband left her. I this hated that. a moron. I hate that. She should have left him. I just, in terms of the writing, yeah. I just wish it had been different. Yeah, he left her for her, for his bookkeeper. Who's he, about your age. Then Carmen shows up and she's like, hey, what's up? And then she looks and sees Sherry and then looks at Shane and then goes, fuck you. Well, no, Shane's like, uh, 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 this <laughs> yep. is Sherry. Carmen, Sherry, Sherry, Carmen. And, and then, then Sherry's <laughs> like, del- deliciously like, Carmen. Oh my God. It's amazing. And then Carmen goes, fuck you. And runs off. Yeah. (laughs) Carmen's outfit also. Wow. Yeah. Teen Choice Awards 2005. (laughs) Seriously, they have her very, like, looking very juvenile in comparison to Sherry, which was definitely a choice. Yeah. They have talked about how the the wardrobe person never really got a feel like that they were all over the place with Carmen's wardrobe. Like that they they hadn't decided, like, in the first season, they were actually kind of tomboyish, but then they were kind of trying to shift that little and they don't feel like they did a good job with it yeah which is true they didn't but yeah she looks kind of silly in this i do want to think that it was a little bit on purpose in this scene solely to really separate them yeah yeah in terms of like look at this like rich mommy older woman and then like your hot girlfriend who's dressed like a child yeah yeah Shane is like, look, like I didn't know it was her. She made look the appointment. Look at my book. Yeah. Look at my and, book. And Carmen keeps freaking out. And she's like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, act like you have a girlfriend. So like if she had a girlfriend, she wouldn't be allowed to cut Sherry's hair for money. I think what she means is she should have been like, uh, this is about, Shane has no boundaries. Right. right. So Shane should have been like, hey, it's kind of fucked up that you booked this under a fake name. You yeah. knew that that would mean that I would be unprepared to see you. I think you should go. Like also, that's what you should. That's also, the Carmen thing. walks in and they're like very. It feels intimate when she walks yeah. in. Yeah, so I think she's. I think maybe she's. She's kind of referring to that. I but. agree with act like you have. I I relate to act like you have a girlfriend. Like there are people that I've dated that do not behave as if they have a, a partner. Right. And yeah. like I'm Polly. Like please do whatever you want, but act. But like be honest and like yeah. act like like. Shane, Shane didn't bring up that she was dating someone. No. Shane didn't. And honestly. And Carmen didn't know that, but like also she knew that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like right. Shane is in the wrong here. This episode has some really good music, at least by my yeah. own personal 2006 standards. And the song in the scene is Not This by Fanny Pack, which after this episode aired, I listened to a lot. So then. Um, oh, and Sh- uh, Sherry invites her to the beach. This yeah, she does. Sherry says you that Carmen is pretty, but not as hot as Shane. And then she kisses her. Just- she yeah. kisses her goodbye and yeah. Shane kisses back. Yep. Yeah. And she says, it's you almost like bring... Carmen knew this would happen. <laughs> and she goes, you should bring your girlfriend, which was yeah. that an invitation to a threesome? What's going on? Well, she says you could bring your girlfriend, but I'd, I'd rather, rather you if come you came alone. alone. But bring your girlfriend is like, we could fuck all three of us, but you should also, you could also come by yourself. I think she also I was think saying pretending. that in a way that like that thing where you're like, oh, do you need help carrying that when you don't really want to help them? <laughs> I think it was that thing. I like, think just say Sherry it to like, would've, she would have fucked them both. Oh, she definitely would have. But I think she also <laughs> knew that Shane would never, would probably not have brought her. And she yeah. was just saying yeah. it to like appear. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she didn't yeah, it, just no, show up totally out of the blue trying to fuck Shane. Yeah, sure. Um, also, did she get her hair cut? No. Okay. At um, the end of the scene, sh- they're, she's like putting her shirt back on. Yeah. This scene always confused the shit out of me. Because I well, was like, there's a deleted scene in here too. What? I think it happens maybe right before this. There's a deleted scene where Jenny is at wax. 
Oh, talking oh. to Shane. And she's like, Carmen is a snob. Like Carmen is like, just look at like, they basically are talking about how Jenny is like mad about, um, like the way that Carmen is treating Max. Yeah. And Shane's like, well, you know, Carmen just wants Moira to like pull her weight or whatever. And, and, um, Jenny is like, well, you know, he's still getting on his feet. I can cover both of us. And then they sort of like go back and forth about that. And then finally Shane is like, you're right. Carmen is a snob. Oh, that sucks. Shane, you suck. Shane sucks. Also, then... But it's true. Whatever. Shane's being a butt. Can I quickly interject a text I got today from friend of the pod, Brittany Nichols? Yeah. Yeah. She texted me several L-word complaints. Um... First off, this is a direct quote. First of all, they're acting like Jenny and Max are from Bumblefuck, Iowa. They are from just outside Chicago. Mm -hmm. Like literally Chicago public transportation goes to Skokie. (laughs) And Wilmette, Max is like, when Max mentions Wilmette, is one of the nicest places in Illinois. It's like an upper middle class liberal neighborhood. And the cast is acting like those two were out picking corn. They are a half hour from Wrigley Field. So wow, um, wow! I think that's an interesting. That context. is interesting. That I From Chicago correspondent Brittany Nichols. Thank you so much, Brittany, friend of the pod, Brittany Nichols. Because the way that they portray Will Matt is like like even more country than Skokie. Yeah, whatever. Everything anyway. that isn't New York and L.A. is the Midwest, and I will hear nothing of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm from Florida and I'm trash. <laughs> um, I'm from New Jersey and also lived in Florida. So I'm double trash. I'm from Michigan. Um, right. So then. So, okay. Uh, Bet is meditating. Oh, my God. Bet's in this like white lady tunic class yeah. where they're all meditating and being <laughs> boring. Fake this is so terrible. It's so boring. Okay. I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I to like, each their own, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone everyone in that class looked white. It was just a bit much. She yeah. just needs to relax and uh, yeah. this is this is the form it's, of relaxation it's taking. This or a fight club. So Oh my god, why did they not have Bet join a fight club? I don't know. I that's god. the storyline that's happening right now on 911 and I'm yeah, very yeah. Why am I not watching 911? It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's I don't good. know why. I don't know. Except there's never any traffic and that annoys me. But oh. there's a lot of gay characters. That's yeah, there are. Anyway. We go back to Shenny's. Max mm-hmm. is cleaning Cinderella, the floor. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> Jenny gets home. Jenny's hair is also oh, curly. Uh, also, just a timeout that Max is wearing like a tank top and sweatpants and looks super cute. Yeah, totally cute. Yeah. And is like, yeah, scrubbing the floor. Jenny comes home in a weird outfit. And she's like, um, stop. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not like contributing in any way. So I need to like help clean. This this is sort of like all of the things that have happened to Max in this episode come crashing together in this one scene. Both of the like the you're messy clean up after yourself shit and the like horrible job interview come together in a way where Max is like I need to feel important and wanted or accomplish something doing something and contributing and so I'm going to clean and it's it's I thought it was weird that Jenny was like stop. I know. I, I would have like, been like, okay, like if that's what you want to do. Yeah, like, first she's like, stop. Then she's like, okay, I'll help you. But like she doesn't. Yeah, help. she's she like picks up a sponge. She's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's wet. Gross. <laughs> it's I guess I would be like, trousers. it's okay to do that. But I, I can see why you'd be like, stop. Because there is, Max is doing it out of sadness. Right. And and doing it out of like, especially if there's that deleted scene we, we don't see. Yeah. It feels very like she knows why Max is doing that. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, like, because Max thinks the floor is dirty. Yeah. She yeah. wants Carmen to be nicer to Max. Yeah. Which Sad. I think is That's fair. fair. Fair request. Yeah. Um, And then she's like, you know what? Just kidding. Let's not do this. Come with me. And she leads him into her room. And she's like, I want you to put on tight trousers. I will never stop hearing Jenny saying tight trousers. <laughs> tight trousers. Yeah. She's like, and if these don't fit, you can wear some of mine. I'm like, what is happening with the level of tightness of the trousers? Yeah. 
and I'll tell you. <laughs> Jenny's hands Max the the pack packer, the pack and play, the packer, and Max is like, oh, okay. Max looks so happy. Yeah, yeah. Max looks really happy. Oh. And so then Max binds. Jenny yes, helped. She helped us introducing with millions of trans people to the worst way to. Oh, buy the ace war. bandage! Oh. oh my god, I know. I saw the you ace bandage, and it. I was like, no, 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 don't do it. But anyway. so, and then, and then he puts on a sleeveless tee. I mean, it wasn't very easy to get binders. Though. Yeah, like you know, I understand. Had, yeah, but. no, totally. Um, but just you know, it's it's almost 2020. Don't do that. Yeah, it's not good for you. Yeah. Then he puts on a sleeveless tee and Jenny's like, whoa, you look hot. And you yeah. know what? He does he look hot. Does he does look hot. Yeah. Um, and then it's very, it's a really sweet way that a yeah. cis, cis partner can be supportive of a trans partner. Um, after, I feel like Jenny kind of redeems herself in the Max mm-hmm. situation here after how shitty she was introducing it, him to her friends. Yeah, at the lobster like, dinner. Making him feel like welcome yeah. and like he belonged and like a fucking person. And, and she was like defending him to delete the scene, but did, yeah. you know, was like... This is unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we go back to wax. Woo! The Def Jam guys are admiring Carmen. Who Carmen. Is- Feeling herself. Carmen, Carmen is DJing. The <laughs> only G- DJ in Los Angeles. Carmen looks hot. Carmen's yeah. wearing a vest and like hot Tiny pants. shorts. Yeah. Oh, fucking it's, awesome. It's great. And she's got her arms up or she's doing the little spin the plate thing. She's like, spin them. <laughs> she looks yeah. so serious about pizza. DJing. And I, I, I'm I, sorry, Tiny DJ's listening, but it can't be that serious. <laughs> it's not. You're a DJ. I'm a DJ once a year. And yeah. it's not. It's not that serious. Okay. Well, she looks hot as hell. Yeah. And I think Shane shows up, right? Well, Alice oh. Alice shows up first with yeah. Uda. And Alice, then they're with Uda. Yeah. And then Max and Jenny are Who there. Who are making out and they look hot. They yet look again. so hot. They look hot as fuck. Um, and Alice is like, she's packing. And it's like, wow, Alice. Yeah. How about Good you? job, Alice. Shut the fuck How up, Alice. You mind your own fucking business, You're Alice. literally with a vampire, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Helena is going through something right now. She is. Yeah. Um, she's in love with Jodie Foster's wife. She wants to be part of, like, the real world. She's like Little Mermaid. She <laughs> wants to be part of the world. Yeah. She wants to... That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> um, uh, Shane shows up and talks to Chase and, like... Well, Shane hasn't showed up yet. No, she she pops her head in in the beginning. Oh, she, yeah. The scene starts with her coming in, and then oh. we go and see everybody else. Yeah, and, yeah, Alice, and, she, and Alice thinks that Uda might really be a vampire. Yes. And is trying to bite her, make her. Yeah, she Uda's licks like her neck. licking her neck multiple times, and then. Also uh, hot. Had no problem with it. Yeah. Uh, and then she bites her. And then Alice and Helena go off and talk. Yeah, Alice thinks she's actually a vampire. Yeah. And Helena. Helena is like a great friend in the team because yeah. she's like, yeah, let's do some schemes. You know when your friend has a crazy idea and you just go <laughs> along with it? This is great. So she's like, yeah, you know, if she is a vampire, she won't have a reflection. So she takes her makeup compact out of her bag and hands right. it to Alice. And then the fucking dumbest thing happens. But it's also so fucking funny. And Alice uh, whole opens up the compact mm-hmm. while Uda's standing behind her. And then, of course, Uda dips. dips down to pick something up off the floor. Yeah. And I love the music Stop, cue that rolls. they use yeah. for the vampire moments. Like mm. the, it's very like horror movie. Wait, real quick. Oh, um, the song that Carmen is DJing was another 2006 Carly fave. It's called the Naughty Song by Corey Lee. This is an actual song, despite how ridiculous it sounds. Yeah, I asked if it was a real song because I, I thought like, maybe some of the music yes. was fake. Nope, that was real. Um, so then we go to Bettina's, and uh, Tina's like, "How was meditation group? Did you have a revelation?" 
Which, shut the fuck up, you bitch. Yeah, just go attend to daddy of two. Everyone is being a total asshole in this episode. Julia, she's like, Julia, honestly, Bet and Julia should just. I know, it really sounds like. They have a lot in common. They have a lot in common. You know, and and Bet is like, uh, you know, there's this couples retreat in Vermont, and Tina's like, I love Vermont. Yeah. No one cares. Probably because of Bet and Jerry's. Yeah. And then Vermont just like subtly drops a huge bomb, which is that, oh, by the way, I'm on a short list of candidates to lead the Whitney. Yeah. Wow. How did you. Talk about burying the lead. Am I right, Gabby? Uh, thank you. Comic book <laughs> Bury the Lead came out October. In stores 8th. now. In stores now. Uh, yeah, the the that she could be named the director of the Whitney, which is That's a huge, huge museum in New York City. My favorite art museum in yeah, New York City. Yeah, it's really City. good. It's fantastic. It's really good. And Tina's first response is, "How did that happen?" Which. That's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah, I thought the the way that Bet read it, I was surprised by. Yeah, because Tina actually looked. Like she was like smiling. They were, yeah. like, it looked like for a second it was like they were like back in their yeah. old way of being together. But and she I, was like excited for her. And I can also like, see why you would be like, but if given you're, how, how shitty it's been yeah. to be yeah, like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. She, yeah. In the, since season three started, she has said one normal thing to bet. Right. So, the entire season. Yeah. So it, was, could, it was about like when they're talking about the art politics stuff for the court thing. When yes. she was like excited. Yeah. That's that she might that's go get, one. get so, to meet So we're senator. on episode five yeah. and she has said one nice thing to, to bet this so entire season. So of course that's going to read that negative. Yeah, yeah. I could see her reading it defensively. I would yeah. have read it defensively. And, and she's like, well, you know, if we got the job, we'd have to, I'd have to move to New York City. And Tina's like, I don't want to move. I love my job and I love my life here. And it pro- my job probably pays a lot more than a museum position. I looked it up and it does not. <laughs> I mean, film exec pays well, though. Yeah, but the director how, of the Whitney pays better. The director of the Whit. I mean, okay. So the thing is, everyone who works at the museum, except the very, very top people, are getting paid shit. Right. Yeah. Of but course. The people at the t- the person who's directing the Whitney right now is getting seven hundred thousand dollars. Damn, that actually might be wow. more than Tina's making. That's really great. But here's the thing: if Tina is making enough money that she thinks her salary might be more than you make to direct the Whitney. Then why are you why being is she so being crabby such a about money? About money, you have definitely have more than enough money. Yeah. Oh, she's just being a cunt. She's just looking for things yeah. to be mad about. Yeah. Like you're, who buys three hundred dollar Buddhist shirts? People who are married to film executives who have a lot of money. Yeah. Obviously, you're making that's what you're doing. Eight hundred thousand dollars a year. Let's say, buy a Buddhist shirt. Buy <laughs> two. <laughs> buy three. Buddha would say, but do it. Try to make Buddha sure that say, it get comes rid of all your actual positions, so. Buddhist people and was made ethically. You know. <gasps> yeah. But I mean, I'm like, dude, leave Tina. I will say there was a little bit of a sense of like, well, of course, we'll move to New York if I get this job in Bet's line of talking and thinking, which was I also kind of thought was like, that was kind of shitty. That was a little shitty. I think that like, what, Carol? I think given if they were if they were making a combined one and a half million dollars a year, I think they could have had a a house in both places. Bicoastal. That's what I thought. Why not be bicoastal? Wouldn't that be more fun? In this episode about bisexual speed dating, why not be bicoastal? Exactly. So um, then we go back to wax. I'm already tired of this bit. No, I like it. Um, Shane sees Carmen accept a beer from the Def Jam guys, and she is nice to them. Then Billy shows up. Yeah, because he's because the whole cast is yeah. here. He's like the magical like he, the, he just shows up and says things yeah. and then disappears. Um, 
He calls Carmen a hot tamale, which oh no, racist. he says, "Wow, your little hot tamale is really working the big boys, huh?" Like I'm just like, are you trying to start shit? Like he's totally trying of course to start she's working. Absolutely, of course she's working the big boys. She they have the money, and she wants she to wants to work be for them. in music. She wants to be a DJ. She's a lesbian. There's no also, there's nothing she's not, weird. Like what the fuck? All she's doing is smiling and being nice. Yeah. People are very unsupportive of each other's jobs in this yeah. show. Which is so insane. I hate that. Like, yeah. you were right. Like, okay, whatever. The Sherry Jaffe thing sucks. But, like, also, you know, Shane's just trying to give a haircut and make some money. Yeah. yeah. Your girlfriend, like, this is what I don't understand. Your girlfriend is schmoozing because she that's wants her to job. be in. That's yeah. her job. And then, like, be by coastal. Like, keep your job. Tina, get your job bet. Like, yeah. why is everyone. And there was the weird thing last episode, too, where, like, Carmen was upset that Shane was like, yeah, you should skip my party so that you can DJ this incredible gig. And she, and Carmen's like, I'm upset that you don't want me to skip this gig for your party. I hate. I I hate the shit. I hate it. I hate when it's like proven romantic that you give up some career thing for your love. No one in LA has ever given up a career thing for love. It's people will someone would like your best friend would skip your wedding if she got a good part on Absolutely. And I would would want her to. I would be pissed if she didn't. (laughs) Exactly. If you are in a relationship with someone, whether it is a romantic relationship or a friendship or whatever it is, and they do not support your yeah. life decisions, as long as they are not hurting anybody, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Official word on I su- the subject. I support everyone um, getting getting job Get opportunities paid. and getting paid and making money and getting career yeah. opportunities. I don't know anyone who acts like this. I honestly don't. Like no. everyone, uh, everyone mm, I know. Oh yeah, you do? I know. I mean, they're not in. I I I know secondhand of some. I have to be so vague of someone <laughs> who got a huge opportunity and their partner made them not do it. Because if they really loved them, they wouldn't do it. That is illogical. What was wrong with the opportunity? Nothing. I mean, it was on a day where it was like, let's say it was like a New Year's or a Valentine's Day or like Those aren't real days. No, I know. But I've heard Those of, are the two I, worst this holidays. Happens. This happens. Abusive shit like this yeah. happens. This is like emotionally abusive. It shit. is real. I, but um, I don't I don't think that Shane is genuinely upset. Shane wants to fuck Sherry Jaffe and it's just looking, looking for, for a reason. Yeah. Because Shane doesn't get jealous like this. Oh, like, no. She's just she's just like, oh, here, I'm going to like act like I'm like feeling jealous so that I can. Because right, like, when she okay. walks in and Chase is like, yeah, Carmen, the Def Jam guys are here. Yeah. And, sh- and Shane's like, awesome. That's what she wanted. Yeah. And then she like looks over and like decides. I think in her mind, she is like, I guess we broke up. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go fuck Sherry Jaffe now. Like that's like no, Shane. Shane just does what Shane wants. Shane Everyone's really acting like a fucking bitch idiot in this. Yeah, episode. there's a lot of um, just a room full of Carrie Bradshaws. You know, everyone's just doing whatever the fuck they want, making it all about them. Anyway, back at Uda's, Alice is having <laughs> vampire sex. She's had the best sex ever. Let also, her boobs are out this whole time. I loved it. Great boobs. Also, yeah. why why are you on the fucking phone in talking about no someone texts on this in show. a cave? Like, well, I understand exposition yeah, wise as a yeah. writer, whatever. But like, if you if I was in someone's bed and I knew they were coming back, I wouldn't be like, and here's my shit <laughs> talking about them. As yeah. I also I, was a little, you bit know that, that she does not get good cell I mean, reception it was, in that sex. It was dungeon. a device. It was a device. Yeah. But but Helena is at home on her laptop. Also, if Alice is a vampire freak, she should have already known this stuff. But she's like trying to figure out if there's like evidence. Yeah. Like, OK, first of all, again, I love the like. And she's literally like about to go on, like Googling, doing schemes, doing schemes yeah. and calling her friend while her friend's on it. Like, I think that's so fucking funny. Yeah. But all of these are basic vampire facts that Alice should have known. And Helena yeah. probably should. Well, maybe Helena's not about vampires, but Alice should have known all of this. That's true, because she's apparently a lesbian vampire freak. Exactly. Right. She has a diploma on the wall from Dart Mill University. Not, not a real, real. university. Huh. Um, 
So she, yeah, she gives her like some hot vampire tips of things to look out for. Uh-huh. One of them is incredible feats of strength. Yes. So and Uta comes back in. Yeah. Also naked. Just moves yeah. everywhere. It's yeah, great. Love it. She's holding wine. She's like, I had to go down to the cellar to get this wine. Right. I've spent ages. Very, she's very probably, cask of Amontillado yeah, Like situation. she's like been alive for probably 2000 years yeah. and like she's been building a big wine collection. <laughs> and you know? has bodies walled up down there. Yeah. <gasps> like in a ground post situation. Oh my God. Yeah. Then she lifts Alice off the ground. Yeah. And puts her in those cuffs. Yeah. yeah. This scene is hot. It's, it's great. Love hot. it. Alice gets restrained. Her arms are above her head. Uda's uh-huh. behind her, licking her neck and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> it's the fucking dopest. Yeah. I remember when this first came out and I was like, I cannot believe this is a real television show. I was like, just like, like I remember this. I remember this. I remember this scene because I remember being like, oh my God, Leisha Haley's boobs. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking, oh my God, her boobs. Oh my God, that tattoo uh-huh. is so The tattoo awful. is so of its time. It's I know. a rainbow yeah, armband. Of I know and she slowly gets it lasered off over the course of the entire series. Oh, uh-huh. she does? Yeah. yeah. And also I was like, those cuffs, because I have cuffs just like that that I got. Like I did like, I wrote up the ad for like an estate sale for this famous dominatrix. And oh, okay. so I got to like take stuff from her dungeon or whatever. And I was like, That's those cuffs great. look like the ones I have. You just have to, when Reese talks about jobs that she's done, you just have to accept it. You no, can't think about it too hard. You just have to be like, sure. Yeah, no, totally. Um, um, and then look while this now. is all happening, Alice l- realizes that Uta Refsen is Nosferatu backwards. And then for a second, looks like she's terrified and trying to escape. And then just is like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. And just gives into it and is like, it's, she's like, ah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Having a good time. It was great. It was really hot. It was really great. This is a this is a really great storyline. I've said that fourteen times. Yeah, and then we another sex scene. This is a little different vibe. A little bit of a different a bit vibe. Of a different vibe. Oh, over God. over at Dana's. Um, Again, we keep intercutting this like silly vampire scheme with Dana's oh. literal fucking cancer sadness. Oh my God. It's it really looked- brutal. And again, an example of Aaron Daniels being an incredible actress. Yeah. Yep. So, Very much so. So uh, the 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 gist is they have sex and Dana cries a lot. And Dana is sobbing because she's like, please, let's watch. just do it one last time with my with my boob intact. <laughs> and then Lara's like touching her boob and then Dana just starts crying while getting eaten out. Yeah. I thought it Who really... among us? <laughs> <laughs> Queer culture. I was like this. They it said a lot about their relationship that... Lara didn't stop like that she knew to keep going you know what I mean yeah it was really really intimate really really sad um really I think real and Aaron Aaron Daniels really like does a great job like walking the line of it Mm -hmm. yeah she does great actor very hard to watch scene then we go back to Bettina's (laughs) so for the the classic line (laughs) (laughs) please do it do it do it do it do it it's yours oh it's so good um She's like, bet I have to tell you something. <laughs> but she doesn't say that on camera. No, she, no, she doesn't does. say that. It just it starts. Just cuts, it starts. It cuts yes. back and she's immediately with like her hands in her hair. It's like something got cut out. Yes, so absolutely. Weird. It it's is an bizarre. abrupt jump. Because the last time we saw them, Tina's like, I love my job and it probably pays more than a museum position. Then we go to wax. Then we go to the dungeon. Yeah. Then we come back and she's like, oh, and the crying sex. Yeah. Then we come back and she is like crying. I fucked daddy of two. Pause. On the internet. <laughs> so there Such is a 2006 absolutely, one. absolutely something got cut out because that is fully That is not crazy. how you start a scene. No. It no. is very abrupt. 
we missed the beginning of this fight. Absolutely. Like they were talking about Bet maybe I going really to the Whitney. I really thought that Tina just, they were getting ready for bed. And no. Tina was like, I have to say it. No, Go back and watch it. It's incredibly abrupt. starts in the middle of itself. Yes. It's, it's ab- so crazy. abrupt as shit. And I don't feel like it was written that way. It very much felt like a scene that was longer that they cut. Yes. Right? It felt like there was like- I mean, they were jamming a lot into this episode. Yeah, there's a lot going I mean, on. we already, we know of one deleted scene already. And I'm, I bet there was more of that I'm vampire sure sex. So much happened. And that's so- homophobic that they didn't yeah. give us that like we could have had i wanted to see the whole like they could have had the whole vampire sex scene like that could have been a it. whole episode yeah 45 minutes i mean maybe they were like let's porn, not but... show that and then have the crying sex right after right uh and so the- then tina says that she has a lot of feelings and she doesn't know what to do with them and this- then bet's like what about feelings about what and she's like feelings about men this and was then- in the trailer for season three and yep. then bet is upset yeah. now <clears throat> i really wish bet here had just rolled her eyes noted by sexual gabby dunn what so is your better. take on this situation okay tina had previously only dated men correct bet is the first woman that she's been with yes correct. how can bet be surprised also bisexuality is a thing like bisexual- tina forgot that alice tina- was a person <laughs> Tina f- seems to have forgotten about bisexuality. Tina, I-, I guess, didn't realize that she could have identified as bisexual this entire and, time. And still have been in a long-term relationship and with Bet. still have been in a mm-hmm. relationship with Bet. Also, like, it's not, like, it. there was a lot of, like, uh, internalized biphobia that I yeah. think is going on, which is, like, so relatable, and I totally get it. But also, like, I don't, it, it, like, came, it was acted as if it was some sort of, like, it was, like, her being, like, I, I fucked the dog. Like, you know what I mean? Or like some sort of irredeemable, like crazy, like I've I'm been a serial killer for 30 years. Like it was painted as this like irredeemable thing that she was confessing to. Yeah. I'm fucking de- like, or like I'm a flat earther or whatever. Yeah. Like, like it was painted. That's so much worse than cyber sex with a man. Yeah, yeah it is. Like it God, is. a flat earther? Jesus. Like it was painted as this like horrible thing that she could confess to, which like, I, this is my, my problem as a bisexual with dating lesbians has been like this kind of reaction or Mm. this kind of like feeling of guilt or whatever. And like, I was just like, she's just bisexual. Like everyone relax. Fucking calm down. I mean, but they are, there's biphobia amongst lesbians. I mean, here to, I'm here to break this news. <laughs> here I on news. to Ellen I felt back. Like what Tina was confessing was the reason I've been an asshole to you this whole season is because I have feel. I like Tina's, be with an, a man. Tina's an idiot. Like you can have feelings about men yes. and still be in your relationship and with still not be your mean girlfriend. To, like right. I don't know. And you could also like talk about it yeah. and not cyber sex cheat. Yeah. Or I think it sucks that. Bet would view this as a betrayal in, in, in a, like we're like not not what's actually happened the the yeah. cyber sex cheating absolutely but like the, I, yeah the identity but the, aspect the of identity it. aspect the idea that Tina did not feel like when she started having those feelings that she could talk to her partner about it says a lot about yeah. the way that that Bet views bisexuality or views like you're it's almost this thing of like oh you're not pure you're not like real and mm-hmm. le- because you are having thoughts about men yep fucking like it should be where you are where tina if there was a good relationship tina would have been able to talk to bet about that without bet but maybe I she felt, was we i mean we only saw like one second here i feel that bet she had just confessed the cyber sex i know but i feel that bet probably is is internalizing or being doing this thing that i've experienced lesbians doing which is like 
oh my God, like you, you're interested in men. So like, it's like a, a competition or something or yeah. like, I'm or like a failure, a failure or like, no, no, not even just like that. Yeah. They, but their own failure. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that, like the partner. Yes. But like if you, yeah, like it's somehow like a negative on, on them, which has nothing, it has nothing to f- fucking Where do Where I've them. had people be like, it would be better if you cheated on me with another woman than if you cheated on me with a guy. I'm just like, what? I'm still fucking cheating on you. It's that's <laughs> an insane. Yeah, but that's a real thing. I know. It and is. I thought I saw that in Bet's face. And I was mm. like, ugh. Being bi is fun and complicated. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. So then we go to one of the all-time greatest, most classic L word scenes. Ugh. I love it so I much. I love this scene. Everything so about much. this it's scene so fucking it is hot. So fucking so perfect. Awesome. Rosanna are cutting her t-shirt. Shane like sort of stalking, like oh she's God, like about like, to when they're both like walking yeah, sideways walking along through the, the house and through so the lawn good. and like tracking oh each other god. god it's like a hunter and a prey thing yes. and the camera's going with them oh it's it's shot really well too uh-huh. then they're like giggling and playful like sherry fucking knew she was coming yes. oh, no. yes, she and she did. the way that she like leans and like waits for uh-huh. shane to walk up is mm-hmm. just like ah, oh, it's so good she knew yeah she knew. then they go in the pool mm-hmm. then yeah. they're all wet and they get out of the pool. They get out of the pool. Shane's wearing tuxedo pants also. I remember. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot going on in this scene yeah. that is not J- Shane's pants. <laughs> but one of the things. There's a lot going on in Shane's pants in this scene. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this scene. Yeah. So then yeah. they're on the edge of the pool. Uh-huh. And Shane starts fucking Sherry with a strap on. And Sherry does the thing where she puts her arms over yeah. her head to hold on to the side of the pool. And you can see her expensive watch. And she says, fuck Very me, which is amazing. Watch. Yeah. And um, so let me let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> Sure. Did Shane bring that with her or was that Sherry's She's wearing it? I think we were led. She's I, wearing it under her clothes. Yes. Yes. The whole time. Yes. I think she went to wax. Well, maybe she left no, wax. And then, well, I mean, I've always oh, she went this, to wax. My left one, wax went home. My question the, about this so. scene has always been like, because if you're wearing a strap, like there's some dildos like. It's it's hard. You can't just walk it's, around with it in your pants. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's tough to right. have pants on. So yeah, it's kind it's of interesting that they were like make. So here's okay. Here's I some thought thoughts. that. So I think one. I think probably they. I think they want us to think Shane has it on underneath her pants because I remember when I first saw this. I believe that that was what happened because I had got to wear a strap on at the moment that I first saw this. Right. And you can't. But now that I have, or, you know, now that I've been interacting with strap ons in a variety of scenarios, sexual <laughs> scenarios, the grocery store. Um, yeah. Grocery store, <laughs> you know, giving, you know, all of the strap on things that you can do with the strap. And now that I've experienced everything you can do with the strap. Wow. Congratulations. All of it. Please. Now I'm like, did you get your certificate I don't in know. the mail? Or? I did. I did. It yeah. says, it says, uh, it's from, no, from Dark Mill University. Dark Mill University. Yeah. I mean, in strap on. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, there's Truly. no way. But alternately, Shane could have had just the harness on and then like had the dildo in her pocket or something. Okay, interesting. This scene is one of three, three scenes in the entire fucking series featuring strap on sex. I was waiting to talk about that. Yes. Mathematically, that seems impossible, but I know it is true. Maybe it's five. At most, it's five. Yeah. That's in six seasons. In six seasons about lesbians who have sex every single episode. Yes. Wow. That is wild. This wow. scene is also, I mean, they're both sex scene fucking veterans. Yeah. They're both sex scene Everyone gets champions. A++ plus 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 work on A++ this scene. A++ plus plus work. I wasn't even mad at her for keeping her bra and underwear on. I didn't care. I hope that they fucked in real life after this Ugh, because so the, the chemistry, chemistry and the mm-hmm. tension had to go somewhere. Yeah. My God. It's so good. Like they, uh, it's great. Like two of the most like beloved Elroy sex scenes are both strap on sex scenes. 
I just, it's wild. Like that they never had like, why didn't Bet ever fuck Tina with a strap on? Because there's this, because they're, this show is very like weird old about school. dicks yeah, and yeah. very old school and very like transphobic and very genital based. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so they probably were like, no, this is about les-. Like, it's just like very old fashioned in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they had Dana rea- in season two, like when Alice like, was like, I want out. you to wear a stra- yeah. strap on. And Dana was like, what? Yeah. What, what, what? Is this because you're bisexual? What? Yeah. And yeah. like, like uh, no, no, oh my no. God. it's, it's not. like very, <laughs> yes. It's like very, very problematic. Yeah. So I think that this show uh, could have done better and had more strap on sex scenes because this was really bad. Um, representation for people who were becoming gay from watching the show. Which is 99% of the audience of the show. Yeah. So says um, Strap-On, professor of (laughs) Strap-Ons at Dartmouth University. Yes, thank you. PhD in Strap-On. Oh my God, this Um, is such an honor. It's it's honestly it's our honor to have such an esteemed like really the foremost. When I wrote my thesis, I had no idea this was going to happen. (laughs) You know. Um, Also, quick note about more of like a passion project about (laughs) the soundtrack. Um, This song in this scene is amazing. Yeah. I drive alone by Mm Astero. I was really into Astero in college, and so when I heard this song in the scene, I freaked the fuck out. I had sex to this song for sure. Anyone that has ever watched The L Word has had sex with this song. This I love this sex scene so much. Me too. It's great. It is. Someone <laughs> pointed out in our um, in our rankings, like our L oh. Word sex scenes ranks. Someone pointed out in the comments that Sherry's back would have been like, bu- like really up against a cement. Oh yeah, no, that okay. would have been. Okay, I thought painful. about that, yeah. and I don't think she has. I I looked, and I don't think she has like the the regular cement. I think she's got tile that extends mm. all the way around oh. the wall. I guess we'll have to watch it again and I find guess out. I know she's holding tile, and I think she has a type of pool where, where there's the tile, tile is the all the way around. Mm. So I think like I was worried about her back as well, but I think it's on tile, We're which isn't really comfortable, but it's not going to scratch you. I I made sure. Okay, thank God. <laughs> You were on set that day and you were like, wait. Yeah, wait. This Get the art department back. in here. This pool is wrong. No, I just was I just was like, ouch. And then I looked and I was like, oh, no, it's a, it's probably smooth tile. She's I'll okay. probably rewatch it just to like double check. Yeah, yeah we just, should all just go home and rewatch it. Everyone check. go home and rewatch it. Let us know what you think about the her. Pool. Back. <laughs> yeah, what, whether you think her back would be okay or not. Um, and that's the episode. That's the episode. All right, so Reese, how do you feel about this episode? It's my favorite episode of season three. It is. Which is like saying, you know, like, it's my favorite Goo Goo Dolls song or something. (laughs) The bar's low is what we're saying. But um, yeah, this is a great episode. Yeah, it's one of my favorites too. It's one that I remembered almost everything that happened in it. Yeah, Yeah. me too. And there's so much that happens in it. Yeah. And the soundtrack is great in this episode. Everyone looks hot as well. Everyone does look really hot in this episode. Yeah, there's three sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Four, if you count the rim job and the opening, the tire grinding, the tire grinding that you want a radial. Oh, That's what he God. said to him, and I was like, "Yeah, he does. He wants a radial in his." No butthole. gay men participated in <laughs> writing those scenes. Definitely not. Um, I like. I liked it. I like this episode. I like it too. Thanks for having me to do this one. Thanks for being here. We were. We were. Wait. We've been wanting to have you on the show for a while. And I was honestly like, "When the fuck are they going to invite?" We me? were like, "Well, there's an episode with bisexual speed dating and a vampire and pool sex, so we're going to wait." You and know, I was happy to be included on the episode where Tina is like, "I have feelings about mm, men" because mm-hmm. I had some fucking thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I think it I says a lot Tina, that, that it that is took also a good us, Um, twenty. 30 episodes to get to one that that seemed like it had enough bisexual content 
to warrant noted bisexual Gabby Dunn's presence. Uh-huh. I know. Isn't that sad? It's upsetting. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. And this is like, I think the last time Alice's bisexuality kind of exists this this episode. Uh, well, That's so in peace. upsetting. R.I.P. Bye, Alice. <laughs> bye, yeah. Alice. Yeah. Truly. I waved. You guys didn't see it. Yeah. And no. also anytime Alice's bisexuality was brought up in season one, Dana or someone else would make fun of her. Usually Dana. Yeah. Yeah. Like give her shit. And I'm like, yeah, Dana's so super biphobic. Yeah. But until knowing like you guys and having other lesbian friends, like initially in college, this was like very true to my experience. I'm sure it was. But then you guys yeah. healed, healed me. <laughs> Reese and I personally yeah. healed you. you just You're welcome. Like, you guys were just nice about it. <laughs> yeah. We're just nice. People are always like, oh, Reese and Carly, they're so nice. Yeah. When I was a bisexual, um, my, <laughs> my first girlfriend, it was like I wasn't allowed to tell her friends that I was bi. Yeah, it's shit like that. That's very real. She was like, they'll just be upset because the last girl I dated was bisexual and she like left me for a man and broke my heart. So like just play it down. And I'm like, I literally everything about my internet presence at that time was like bisexual. I was like, I'm writing a book about bisexuality. <laughs> yeah, like, my blog is a, it's about like it's the third word on my blog is bisexual. But OK. Yeah, it's real. But I was like, all right, I get it. It's fine. Look, the L word could do better about bisexuality. That's my, yeah. that's my. Maybe they will in Generation Q. If you're looking for bisexual content, why not try um, my comic book, Buried the Lead, out now? <laughs> in stores now. <laughs> or you should watch The Bisexual, which is a great show. Oh, that show was so real and yeah. it hurt me because it was so real. <laughs> that's a great show. Watch it on Hulu. Gabby. Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? At slash, do you have anything to plug? Um, well, <laughs> I I fucked Daddy of Two on the internet. <laughs> sure did. Um, yeah, you That's can so find hot. me. <laughs> you can find me uh, at Gabby Dunn on Twitter, at Gabby Road on Instagram, and then I have a podcast called Just Between Us, and then I have a podcast called Bad with Money, and um, and then I had three books come out in this year of our Lord 2019. Bad with Money, the book, um, Please Send Help, which is a young adult novel with a queer protagonist. So get that. And then Bury the Lead, my comic, which came out um, in October. So, uh, you know, there's endless content. Please uh, buy and consume all of it. Yeah. 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 Gabby, thank you so much for being with us Oh, today. my God. Thank you for having me. Thank Thanks, you so Gabby. fucking much. Reese, where can people find you on the internet? Um, fucking Daddy of Two, obviously. <laughs> Fucking Lindsay 76. <laughs> um, auto win is all of my internet presences. Also, I have a website called Australia. This is an Australia podcast. So you already knew that. Also, we have a to Ellen back Instagram and Twitter. It's to Ellen back. Yes. We have a hotline. That's a thing. 971-217-6130. Call us. Leave a message. Maybe you'll hear it on the podcast. Oh, you could email us at to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. All of my internet presences are Carlytron. Woo. Our theme song is by the amazing Beast Steadwell. Our Ooh. logo design is by the very talented Kara Sykes. And all the production and editing and everything that goes into this show was done by Lauren Karen Klein, our hero. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And just a reminder that if you're going to have cyber sex with somebody on your text edit app, that you should <laughs> sign out um, and when you're close done. your laptop when you're done. Well, it was closed, wasn't it? It was open. That's why it was making noise. It was like, it was like a jar. Turn off your alerts and close your laptop. Just close your fucking... Otherwise, you're going to find yourself having to confess later on to your girlfriend that you fucked daddy of two on the internet. And That's no one wants that for you. We hate that for you. So... Don't love that journey for you. No. Get, get. I don't, I really badly wanted to say something about a blonde pussy, but I was like, I can't go out on that. <laughs> blonde pussy...
Is that going to be our L word? We all just say blonde pussy. Oh, we have to do oh, the L words. We have to do the L words. I have L-word. to think of an L word. Yeah. Um, okay, I got one. Okay. One, two, three. Lighting leather. tea lights. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, say yours again. Lighting tea lights. Reese, what was yours? Leather, like the uh, like Shane strap on. Nice. Mine was lair, like where um, Uda and wow. Alice are having sex Ooh. in a lair. Wow, this is, we did a really we good job. We nailed it. Wow. <laughs> this is probably one of our best episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank wow. God. I look forward to accepting the award for best podcast <laughs> guest, best supporting podcast guest. You can hang your certificate right yeah. next to Reese's diploma. Your <laughs> 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 PhD program in strap-on studies. And yeah, you can also, bye. yeah, catch me, catch me at the university. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, Topping, laughing, moving, fisting, biting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is.